And we're back. Welcome to episode 32 of Porb. Sire wasn't here last week. I uh, just got really busy with work. There was nothing I could do. Kind of, you know, Mondays and Tuesdays. So I release these on Tuesdays. And I usually record Mondays. Uh, every once in a while, Tuesday mornings. But usually I record Monday morning slash afternoon. And because um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then every other weekend I have my son. So uh, that's what happened last week. There was no uh, no time for me to to record. So I'm, I'm happy to be back. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, uh, don't forget to rate and review. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, share, all that. Um, there's been a lot going on in the world, but I, I, I kind of don't want to talk about it. Like, I'm just so tired of it. Aren't you tired of it? I think we're all, you know, going through that empathy fatigue and, uh, where it's, you know, you need a break from constantly caring about every single thing. And also there's so much going on in every facet of kind of life, like social injustice, economic injustice, climate change, a worldwide pandemic. Like there's so much happening. Police brutality. Like there's so much. I'm just speaking from a perspective of someone living in the United States, but then even worldwide protests everywhere. You know, it's an intense time and you, you kind of go like, why, why can't people just be kind and nice? Why can't we all make a better world together? You know, when you look at like Star Trek, the next generation the whole thing with them is that they evolved to a place in their society where they stopped fighting with one another and they all collectively focused their efforts on moving forward, expanding their knowledge, expanding their um, spirituality, seeking out new life and greater civilizations throughout the universe. And what like a beautiful thought that it, you know it's so dumb like all we do is fight everybody's just constantly fighting and you go man it's entirely unnecessary there's just no reason for it we can't just talk about things and then people come into power and then now they murder each other and make other people murder it's so crazy i know this is like it sounds so naive but it really is You know, it's just such a a hope and wish that there's a point where we can stop doing this and just focus on all moving forward together. And I got to say, one of the biggest, one of the largest, most intense and consistent um, barriers that holds everybody back is religion. I'm not going to get into this big atheist trip again, but, or, you know, conversation right now, but that's where so much of this shit comes from. The violence and anger and judgment and, you know, denial of science. A lot of it stems directly from people's insane religious cults and they're all cults, FYI. But anyway, we're here. We're queer. We don't want any more bears. <laughs> it's an old Simpsons reference. It's weird. I haven't watched that show in I don't know how long. I mean, what? How long? When did the Simpsons? 
got to be like 1985. I remember watching it, um, the first episode. Uh, when did it come out? 1989. December 17th, 1989. Um, so that was like right after my seventh birthday, right? Yeah. Uh, birthday is December 3rd, 82. So I remember I was at a, a friend's growing up, uh, the Newmeyers. We were at their house. And I remember like their parents had this, like their house, I think it was like near the beach or something like that. They were kind of well off. And uh, I think it was myself, my dad and my sister were there with their family and um, like the parents room was like at the back of the house, but it was like up a few stairs, not a lot, but a few stairs. And it was, it was a really nice house. They had a lot of money. We did not. Uh, so it was always exciting going there um, anyway. And we watched it on the floor of their parents' bedroom. And you know, we had seen it on the Tracy Ullman show. And um, anyway, I probably watched the Simpsons, you know, from 89 till I don't know, 99, 2000, something like that. Um, so I haven't seen it in, let's say, 21 years. A long fucking time. That show is old as dirt. But those, whatever first, let's say, seven seasons, eight seasons, really stuck in me so deeply that I'll, I'll quote and reference those years of the Simpsons all the time. Like we're here, we're queer. We don't want any more bears. It was like a, gee, I don't remember. What, I don't even remember the episode. I just remember that. And, and like most people, like it's rare when you find somebody who also has those early Simpsons quotes. Like I have a, like, you know, maybe one friend that I can do that with. But the other day, not the other day, but, Excuse me. I've recently been talking to this woman. Um, we've known each other a while back. She was like a, I trained her a few times years ago. And we, you know, recently reconnected on, uh, through Instagram and then started texting. And I really enjoyed our conversations. Like she was very funny and smart and witty. And, um, we would, uh, we were talking about something and then she said, I don't remember exactly, but she said like, it's like I'm wearing nothing at all, nothing at all, which is an episode of the Simpsons where Flanders is wearing like a ski suit that's like skin tight and it shows his ass. And he's like, it's like I'm wearing nothing at all. And, and then, uh, and then I went stupid, sexy Flanders, which is what Homer says as he's thinking about it. And I was so excited that like this girl made this Simpsons reference and then we talked about it anyway. Why it's a bummer is that, uh, she had asked me out. So I don't know a week or so before that, uh, she asked me out and I was like, yeah, I'd love to, but you know, COVID, how do we, how are we going to go on a date? And she was like, Oh, like a, a zoom or a FaceTime. I said, okay. It, which is weird. Not that she said that, but it's just, that that is a thing. That's the only way to do this right now, safely. So I was excited. Um, unfortunately, 
we had a conversation like the night before our date that just really uh, ultimately ended up, you know, stopping any chance at that. We were talking and so I've been really, I've gone, I've talked about, um, you know, some of my history with women and how just horrible they've been, like just real monsters. And I, after, you know, being in therapy and being, I've been single since 2017, um, I've been really focused on not repeating like similar mistakes where I see a sign that eh, this person isn't, I know that something bad is here and then ignoring it. And I've been doing that with friends where like I see like bad behavior. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm not going to explain to you how to be a good friend to me. Um, you know, you're just, you're not, so it's not going to work. That's a deal breaker for me. Um, and with women, I've been like, okay, if I ever get in to the point where I'm going to date, like I need to be very, uh, aware and awake. And, uh, I mentioned before I went out with that girl who, who said black people talk about slavery too much. And, uh, so that was the end of that. And, um, so anyway, I should talk about, I've been on some like fucking crazy dates. This is like around 2017 after I broke up with my then girlfriend. Um, the one who uh, couldn't, uh, you know, walk to the parking lot without, you know, fucking five guys. Um, but anyway, so this girl asked me out and anyway, while we're talking the night before when our date was going to be, she said something, 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 I'll surprise you. And I was like, no, hard pass. I actually hate surprises. And like most people, she's like, what? Surprises are the best. Which is, you know, most people do that. Most people, um, it's it's uncommon for people not to like surprises. Most people like them. I get that. It's like, what? They're so good. I've always wanted a surprise party. I was like, I have no problem throwing a surprise party. But I just, uh, surprise parties, you know, people showing up unannounced, that type of stuff. I really, I don't like it, um, so no. And then she kept going like, no, nah, you'd like it if I did it. Nope, I wouldn't. And, uh, and then I finally had to say like, look, you know, it all actually comes from like a lot of trauma. Like I, it's actually a big deal for me. I, I don't like them. I don't want them. I don't enjoy them. She's like, oh, uh, sorry. And then I was like, it's Thank you. Um, and then she goes, but I don't know. I feel like I could make you like them. And I was like, or you could just respect what I'm saying. And she was like, I could, but. And I said, you know, you know what? You, do you know that I've told every single girlfriend like I've had, that I've been in a relationship with? with that I don't like surprise parties. And do you know what every single one of them did? Threw me a fucking surprise party. And do you know how I felt? Angry, unheard, unseen. And then she said, oh my God, I feel so terrible. Like, she didn't apologize to me. She just said that she felt bad. And then, um, and then I said, uh, look, I understand. It's, it's uncommon for people not to like surprises, but I don't. And, um, you know, it's, it's, 
not a big deal. We can move on. And then she didn't respond. We were texting, obviously. I sent like three texts. She didn't respond. All night, nothing. Next day, nothing. And then our today was supposed to be that night, you know, the following night. And then I texted her. I was like, look, you know, I got to, I have to trust my gut. Um, and I'll be very open in saying that the conversation we had last night didn't sit well with me. And the fact that I haven't heard from you since, even though I, I reached out, um, is an indication that this isn't going to work. So I'm going to cancel our date tonight. I wish you nothing but the best. Take care. And I made it a point to do that because even though she ghosted me, which I think is the, ignoring somebody is the worst thing you can do to them, I, I believe. It's worse than, you know, actually doing something shitty to them. If you build a connection with somebody and then you ignore them, you know, there's nothing worse than, at least for me, um, and this, you know, this is very telling of me because I have a lifelong history of this, feeling this from people I care about. Um, and it's founded, it's not unwarranted stuff. Um, but to make somebody feel like they don't exist, it's, it's horrific to do to somebody. So anyway, I, I said that and then all I got back was from her was, I understand. That was it. Now, she's under no obligation to say anything else, but it did validate that, like, okay, I, I made the right choice. Like, one, she completely ignored my feelings. She just, she didn't care what I was telling her, even though it was serious for me. She didn't care. She was about her. She wanted to make it about her, uh, how she liked them. She liked surprises, and it didn't matter that I didn't like them. And then even in the response to it, she was like, she felt bad, so she disappeared. And then I bring it up, and she's like, fine, I understand. So there's no accountability or, or anything like that. Um, and that's something that I thought, like, man, am I overreacting? I don't know. I asked my sister about it, and she kind of didn't see exactly where I was coming from. Um but I knew I was right for me. like, And I, I knew it was important for me to say that to this girl. To not just like move on. Like I wanted to say it. Um, pardon me. And uh, I didn't need any validation from her. Just for myself, I believe that people should be um, mature and explain where they're at. That's how I, I want the world to be and that's how I participate in the world. So yeah, um, it was disappointing, man. I I was looking, I'm a, a very attracted to her and she was very nice and smart and witty and she made Simpsons references, which is how we got on this subject. Um, but I knew that if I ignore this, like I, I've seen this behavior over and over, you know, disregarding my feelings or not taking them seriously, not apologizing, not taking responsibility of you know of their actions like i've seen this over and over and over and here's a chance where i can address it and then not move forward with it which is really important for me uh so you know to my therapist if you're listening um i hope you're proud <laughs> i did i did what you uh you showed me how to do um but it is disappointing you know i don't know why where i was going with this I don't know why I say that. This podcast should be called I Don't Know Where I'm Going With This. Maybe I'll change the name. Um, but yeah, it uh, it didn't work out. It was a bummer. I was looking forward to 
to having, you know, potentially building a, a connection, even though I'm not like, I don't trust anybody that, that sound you're hearing is me dropping a guitar pick. I'm, I guess I have some nervous energy, so I'm playing with it. For anybody curious, I use super heavy guitar picks. These are two millimeter, thick as fuck. And uh, these are um, the Dunlop uh, Delrin fifth, Del, no, Dunlop Prime Grip, Delrin 500. So they have like a grippy surface and uh, you know smooth on the outside and grippy on the center, which is good because my fingers are very calloused and if picks don't have grip, they constantly fall out of my fingers and they're just thick as hell. Anyway, so yeah, no, no Zoom date for me. It was a bummer, but I was very proud of myself for following my gut because the, the truth is it doesn't matter. When your gut tells you something, it doesn't matter if you're if somebody else thinks it's not a big deal or that you're overreact, it doesn't make, it doesn't matter. It's your gut. It's your feeling. It's what you're okay with. And, um, I'm not willing in any capacity to subvert my feelings for another person. It just doesn't exist in me anymore. And, uh, it's a hard habit to break when you've spent, I'm 38. I have been, I guess, single since I'm 36. 3536. And uh, so since then, I'm just not willing to do that anymore. It took me a long time to figure it out. Some people always do that. They just do whatever they want. They don't give a fuck. And it took me a really long time to get to a place where I didn't have to, to set myself on fire to keep someone else warm, as they say. Um, so yeah, I like The Simpsons and I didn't go on a date. There you go. I don't really know what else to talk about. I don't know if I, have I told this date story? I'm going to tell it again. It's better if you're watching this on YouTube because I'm going to act some of it out. So this was, uh, I think late 2000. Wait a minute. When would this be? It was right when I moved in to, when I was living in Alhambra, right when I moved into my place, which I think was the end of 2016. Excuse me. So this must have been early 2017 then. Yeah, it had to be. So probably like February or something like that. 2017 maybe. Anyway, this uh, girl hits me up on Tumblr. And uh, we start talking. And at this point, like there was very little, like I was just moved into this place, been a couple months and I still hadn't gotten a lot of furniture because I had just moved out. I moved out. I was living with my girlfriend at the time, moved out, got my own place and then broke up with her in January. Um, and so I'm relatively empty house. I didn't have my son that weekend. This girl hits me up on Tumblr. We start talking and I'm like, Hey, do you want to uh, go out, you know, go get something to eat, grab a drink? She said, yeah. And uh, it was weird. Like she it kind of like immediately called me like baby over text, which is like, all right, maybe she, that maybe some people just talk like that. Maybe that's what she's doing. 
So I asked, you know, because I, I don't know her. We literally just started talking. And I said, hey, you want to, you know, go out to eat? So I asked. She lived like um, maybe 20 minutes east of me. So like, I'll come to you. And I asked, like, do you want to meet somewhere or I can pick you up? And the only reason I asked was because she doesn't know me. I don't know if she wants to give her address to a stranger. But she immediately gives me her address, which I was like, all right. I mean, that's a little weird. Like, you don't know me at all, but okay. And then so I said, uh, I don't know your area that well, but is there like a sushi place? Do you like sushi? Yeah, I like sushi. Yes, there's a sushi place. Great. We'll go there. And then I, I asked, like, is it nice? Should I dress up? And she said, yeah, it's nice. So I dress up. I wasn't like in a suit and tie, but uh, I was wearing a dress shirt. And I had, uh, you know, a nice coat and um, I was not wearing jeans. So, I, I, you know, I looked nice. I wasn't, you know, going to a ball, but I also wasn't going to like a bar. So anyway, when I get to her house, her apartment, I text her that I'm there because she didn't give me her apartment, like the unit number. And I didn't know if she wanted to. So I, I said, hey, I'm here. If you want me to come to the door, just give me your number. And I'll come up or, you know, I'll come out whenever you're ready. And she said, OK, I'll come out. So I'm waiting outside of the car. I'm standing, you know, on the sidewalk in front of her building. Which, guys, you should do. You know, don't wait in the car. Um, or, or, or girls, I don't care. Or neither. You know, if, you're, if you don't identify as anyone, whatever. Just be, be a decent person. If you're the one going there, get out of the fucking car. So I'm standing on the sidewalk. And then I see her exit her door. I can see her door. From where she, from where her door was, her front door to the sidewalk where I was, maybe 150 feet, 100, you know, 200 feet, maybe it's not far. I can see her. In that amount of time, from her door to the sidewalk, she lights up a cigarette, and I was like, "That's weird. Like, you know, you're gonna walk into a car right now, and also, like, I fucking hate smoking. It's so gross. It smells ter- terrible. Tastes worse. So I was like, oh god." But anyway, I was like, that's really weird that she immediately lit up a cigarette just from to walk, you know, 100 feet. It's like, okay. So she comes up. She has her head down like this with like her hair in front of her face. And I can see she's wearing ripped jeans and a tank top. And I'm like, why the fuck did this chick tell me to dress up? Like, the, so I'm already like, okay. This is like a lot of weird things right away. (laughs) So she comes up to me and she's still looking at the ground. She puts out her cigarette. She's still looking at the ground. And I extend my hand to shake her hand. I say, hey, Graham, it's nice to finally meet. And she just kind of like picks her hand up and like dead fishes it into my hand and goes, nice to meet you too. And uh, so I said, "Uh, you okay? She said, yep. So I said, uh, uh, my car's right here, but look, if, you, if you're if you not up for this, if you want to go back inside, it's fine. I'll, I'll take off. I'll go home. It's not a problem. And she said, no, it's fine. Let's go. <laughs> so I said, okay. I walk to the passenger side door. I go to open it. She just gets in. Doesn't say anything. Just gets in. I close the door 
And instead of walking around the front, I walk around the back because it takes longer. And I go like, oh, fuck. Because I realize this is going to be a long night. That even, like I didn't attract this person. She just found me on the internet and messaged me. I didn't seek her out. I don't know anything about her. And she's already crazy. Like that's, my magnet is so strong that for crazy that it's just, no matter what, it's, that's what I'm going to find. So I get in. And she's hair in her face still staring out the window, the, her passenger window, not looking at me. And I get in and I say, uh, all right, so where are we going? And she, no joke, she's still looking out the window. She just points forward and she goes, uh, just, just this way. And I said, uh, are you sure you want to come out? You don't seem like it. And she said, no, I do. And I go, all right. So I start driving and I said, look, I, I actually don't know where we're going and I don't know this area and I don't know, I don't even know the name of this sushi bar, sushi restaurant. Um, so where else am I going? She just goes, make a left up here. I was like, okay, do you have an address? I can just, so I can, you know, I don't like to <laughs> not know where the fuck I'm going and just you randomly mumbling. I didn't say all that, but I was like, you have, you have an address or something or the name? So she tells me the name. I look it up. So I get the directions and I'm trying to have a conversation with her. So how's your day been? Fine. Okay. Um, yeah, I was glad that you messaged me. I, I, I'm glad that uh, we we're both free tonight. I'm excited to have dinner, which is a lie, a lie at this point. I'm dreading it. I'm just trying to salvage whatever this is. So Still saying nothing. She's just staring out the window. We get, uh, you know, nearby a park. And before we get out, I say, hey, you're not saying anything and that's fine. But you seem like you really don't want to be here. Would you like me to drop you at your house and I'll go home? It's fine. I don't mind. I don't want you to feel obligated to come out. I'm being a very good guy. And she's like, no, I do. I said, okay. We get out. She leaves her purse in my car, which I'm like, that's weird. You don't know me. Why the fuck are you leaving your purse in my car? Like, I don't know any woman who leaves a purse in a car, especially not someone's stranger's car. So anyway, we're walking down the street and she goes, there's a bar on this side of the street. Do you want to grab a drink first before we go get food? I said, yeah, that sounds great. And she goes, okay. And she goes, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, uh. I'm being quiet. I just, you know, I had a a date last night and he roofied me. <laughs> I stop. I'm like, "What? Are you okay? What do you need? What should you be out? Are you it's okay to drink? Are you okay? What happened? You want What? What?" And she's like, "No, I'm fine. Nothing happened. He, you know, he just he dropped me off. It was a guy I knew." And I'm like, "What the fuck? Like this is nuts." So I'm like, are you sure you should drink? She's like, yeah, it's fine. I'm like, all right. So we go to the bar. Um, oh, man, I hope my camera doesn't die. It might. Uh, we go to the bar and sit down to order. She starts being a little more talkative. And I'm like, okay, maybe there's something. That, you know, this might turn into a decent night. <laughs> We're talking and she's being a little more 
personable and we're having a nice conversation and then we order two drinks and uh, pretty early in the conversation I say so what are you looking for and she goes like just like this I want a boyfriend and I was like whoa that's creepy like and I I don't know I, I understand that a lot of people feel that way but to me that's weird like it's not like I don't know. I don't know how to articulate this, but it's not like I want a connection with somebody or maybe that's what she meant by it, but I don't know. It just seems like some people just want a boyfriend or want a girlfriend, but it that's like almost like a prop, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So anyway, she says, I want a boyfriend. And I'm like, oh, that's so great. Like I, I really, um, I think that's wonderful. And I just to let you know, like I, I'm just getting out of a really long intense relationship like you know whatever a month ago or two months ago like a month ago and um so i'm not you know i'm not look i can't uh, really say that i'm ready for anything serious or i don't know but um, i need to go extremely slow at whatever anything might be now we don't know each other this is our first conversation so it's not it's not hold on a second all right, I had to change the battery. So this is our first conversation. So it's not weird that I'm saying this or that neither of us know how each other feels about this. And also, I mentioned this right away because I'm not trying to lead anybody on or anything. So I say, hey, that's great. Looking for a boyfriend. I really hope um, that that happens for you. I'm not really able to to be that, right? Like I, I need to go extremely slow and... Um, I don't know exactly what I'm looking for right now. There's this long pause. She throws her head back and starts laughing. <laughs> I mean, why do I keep finding guys like this? Why do I keep finding broken men? You're broken. You are broken. I didn't break you. Why are you even wasting my time? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't mean to waste your time. We literally don't know each other. This is the first conversation we've ever had. And she's like, this is so, I mean, why are we, why are we even doing this? And I was like, well, I thought we could have a nice uh, time at dinner and get to know one another. That doesn't seem to be the case. It doesn't seem like to be like, you know, a possibility now. And she's like, this is unbelievable. And she's like, and then, so I just sit there. I turn <laughs> to my right facing forward and I start drinking my drink slowly and I'm just staring off into space like fuck why does this keep happening why do I only find crazy people and she goes what are you gonna be weird now and I was like I'm not being weird you're being weird and I keep drinking and then she just gets up and literally runs out so I kind of look over and I see when she goes out uh, she went out and turned right no she went out and turned left And at that time, normally I would have like gone out and, you know, chased after her and tried to, you know, calm her down. But I'm like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. I don't need to do that. So I sat there and I'm like, I'm going to finish my drink. So I did slowly just drinking my drink. And I'm thinking like, hopefully she just leaves. And then I remember, fuck, her purse is in my car. So I pay. I'm walking out and I'm as I'm walking out, I'm like, she went to the left. I'm going to go to the right. 
So I went, turned right. I walked all the way around. And then I saw her at the corner across the street, which was where I was heading. So I go up and I say, can I call you a, an Uber? She's like, no, my purse is in your car. I'm like, fuck. It's like, okay. So we walk into the car, not talking. <laughs> and I go to open the door. She's like, I can open it. I was like, it's fine. I don't mind opening your door. I'm being very calm. She is insane. Open the door. She gets in, grabs her purse out of the backseat, puts it on her lap. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Is she going to like stab me or something? I don't know. Close the door, walk around. And uh, she's like holding her purse in her lap and she's digging through it. I was like, fuck, she might try to stab me. So I'm driving with one hand, my left hand on the steering wheel, and my right hand, I'm slightly angled toward her. So if something happens, my right hand is able to check and grab and, and wrestle a knife away from her. And I know this might sound ridiculous, but one, I've been stabbed. And uh, two, I've had women, uh, I've been around women who are have attacked me. So yeah, I'm not overreacting. And again, I am being very nice. If your first thought is, wow, you know, what's wrong with you? Yeah, go fuck yourself. I'm a really good person. For some reason, I attract these people. Now, my mistake in the past has been staying in these situations. Um, but I'm not doing anything to make these people crazy. They're just crazy. And they happen to constantly find me. And uh, so anyway, we're driving... I'm driving back and I'm angled this way and she's digging through her purse. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to get stabbed right now. And uh, then she's texting somebody and I'm like, oh, fuck, is she going to have somebody meet me at her house to stab me? And so I'm like really stressed out. I'm just like, got to get to her place. Excuse me. And I pull up. There's nobody there. I'm like, okay, looking around, making sure. Nobody's going to run up and like open my door to grab me out or something like that. And I say, look, I'm sorry this didn't work out. You know, wish you nothing but the best. No hard feelings. She like gets out, like says whatever. And she like throws my door open, doesn't close it and just walks away. And I'm like not about to get out of my car. Um, as we've established, I don't want to get stabbed. And so I just gun it. I didn't like peel out. I just gun it hard so that the, you know, the door closed on its own and I went home and I, I got in and out and I ate in and out on the floor of my, uh, empty house. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. And then I found out like, like a month later I had blocked her on Tumblr after that blocked her number, like everything. I don't want anything to do with this person, but I was curious and, uh, she got married like a month later. So super insane. And she had also said something like while we were at, before that happened, like while we were at the bar, something about sex. Anyway, she, she said basically that, well, I'm already in, like if we're going to go back to her place and I'm going to fuck her after, like that was what, and I was like, I don't know. Everything about this chick was so insane. So yeah, dating is, is the worst. I try not to do it as much as possible. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for joining for another rambling episode of Porb. Um, recently, I was talking to a friend 
and we were talking about the Chris Nolan uh, Batman trilogy. And I was talking about how bad they were. And he was talking about how much he liked them. So what I think I'm going to do, I was thinking like maybe we could do like a watch along where we watch at the same time. But I think that might be actually pretty boring. So instead, I am going to watch them. I'm going to start with the first one. We'll see how many I can get through. And uh, next week, I am going to tell you how and why the Chris Nolan Batman trilogy uh, sucks. Anyway, thanks for listening. If you're uh, listening on iTunes, don't forget to rate and review. It uh, will help me get bumped up in the algorithm so more people can hear this. And, and if you're watching on YouTube, exactly the same thing. Like and subscribe. It'll help me get bumped up in the algorithm. And if you are watching on YouTube, comment below and tell me about a crazy date you had. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that'll wrap it up for today. Uh, thanks for listening. As always, be well, do good, make healthy choices. Peace.